surprise, motherfucker. Oh, you motherfucker. What up, what up, what up, what up? This is the Philly Experience Podcast. I'm Tanner Gamartin, and as always, joined by Tyre Hood and Max Gretzula. Boys, we are back. It's been a while yet again, but we had to celebrate Memorial Day weekend. How was everyone's break? Um, what if you break? could call it a break. I was about to say, what break? Um, I worked Memorial Day. Um, I worked the day before. I worked that day before. Uh, WIP had an event where Chickies and Pete's was sponsoring people going through there, um, Atlantic City Expressway. So yeah, I was working, but no, I can't. I, I don't start my job full time for another couple weeks, so I've been relaxing. I've been playing golf, getting out in the sun a little bit, enjoying myself before the five day a week grind starts. T, you're already used to it, so you don't have to worry. Uh, but it was good. Tanner, you were at the beach. I saw that, so that had to be a little fun. The day trip was cool. Yep. Yeah, I get a day off. I also work five days a week, so it was nice to get out there and uh, enjoy. It was it was hot uh, over the yeah. weekend, and it was hot today. And yeah, if was. you are like me, I have no car AC, so it was oh. very, very hot outside. Yeah. But let's get into some sports, boys. Let's talk about the Eagles offseason, because Woo! what else is there really to talk about? Uh, we just have the Philadelphia 76ers wrapped up their season, and uh, I think that's about it. We're just looking ahead to the Eagles, unless I forgot <laughs> maybe one or two teams. Um, that must not be important. Yeah. But anyway, off-season Eagles. We know it's Pascal hard. Agreed to terms with Anthony Harris. Uh, got White drafted. Jordan Davis, uh, Nakobe Dean, Jurgens traded for AJ Brown. Probably the highlight of the off season, along with acquiring James Bradbury. Um, and you add Jimmy Moreland for some depth in the cornerback position. But how do we feel after this off season? And I posted a poll on our Instagram story yesterday, asking how the fans really felt about Howie Roseman. Now, can they forget the past because of uh, how exceptional the off season was for Howie Roseman? 89%. I believe, said that, yes, they, they can forget what he can. I am in the minority, of course, because I still I, – I, I hold grudges, and what? those grudges are mostly on Howie Roseman. How do you guys feel? All right, so to answer that question, um, I, 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 trust me when I say Tanner, I understand completely what you're saying, but for the most part, teams and leagues, when looking at – Front men, when you're looking at office management, they mostly care about what they've done for them lately. So, yes, you can arguably say that Howie Roseman put the Eagles in the position, in the bad position that they were in, considering the fact that they never really surrounded Carson Wentz with, they never really drafted right receivers for Carson Wentz and surrounded Carson Wentz with consistent right receivers and, and consistent offensive weapons. So, you can easily say that attributed to the fact of, you know, Carson Wentz getting frustrated and wanting out of here. So, not to mention the fact that we're not even going to – oh, gosh. So, not too long ago, I did a show on WIP. I believe it was – I believe it was with Tom Kelly, and we were going through some of the drafts, past drafts of the Philadelphia Eagles. It, it's, it's absolutely horrible. Like, I'm not even going to – I'm not even going to list them. That, that's how horrible it is. But considering all of that, you can't deny – that he has raised a whole lot of eyebrows this coming off season. I mean, we were going into the off season saying to ourselves, well, you know, damn, how, how this is going to take a couple of years to, to rebuild. And we're, we're putting a lot on Jalen Hurts's plate. You know, what, what's going to happen with the defense? What's going to happen with the offense? You know, this, this team was really in shambles after the Carson Wentz trade and Doug Peterson getting fired. We were saying to ourselves, well, how, how, when the hell are they going to return back to their former glory? Well, it happened pretty fast. I mean, last year they go to a nine and eight season. They go to the playoffs, which was, which is impressive for a team that's in development and, and a team that's rebuilding. And now you 
Howard Roseman has completely just hit the fast forward button on this offseason. I mean, you listed all of the the important moves that Howie Roseman has done. I'm sorry, it's hard not to it's hard not to be positive about Howie. And I know we have this up and down relationship with Howie where we love him one minute, we hate him the next, but you can't deny what he's done so far this offseason. And you can't deny that most people are excited for this upcoming season. Let's be honest. I agree. He has done great this offseason, real quick, Max. And for for people to praise him, it's not wrong to do. No, Uh, we we talk about the holes that were filled, uh, the needs that were met uh, in this offseason for the Eagles. I mean, Howie Roseman went out there. He was in his bag. I mean, he's getting James Bradbury. He I don't know if it was it wasn't because of Twitter. It was just a coincidence. But, you know, us Philadelphia Eagles fans feel a little better. Uh, when something goes our way after posting about it on social media. Of course. But just the moves he's making, so impressive. And, and around the league, I mean, the Eagles have the top offseason. I agree 110%. Uh, listen, when you got guys starting on the defensive side of the ball with the draft, right? When we went back and we kind of look back at that night, you know, we get Jordan Davis a little bit later on. You get A.J. Brown uh, not far after that. Um, I mean, that's huge. I think I was back and forth with Kyle Hamilton and with Jordan Davis, but again, you got to go back to knowing Howie Roseman and everybody in Philadelphia knows he loves the trenches. Yep. I think it's a great pick. You know, he's going to come in there as a nose tackle, whether they run a four, three or three, four, I guess we still need to figure that out, but this is a guy that can go in there. People question, you know, his durability as far as can he stay on the field for a large portion of snaps? We'll see at the, at the end of the day, it takes literally three guys to stop him from getting to the quarterback. So I'll take a guy like that on my team any day. The Kobe Dean. I mean, this is a true leader in the, in the linebacking room. Uh, that core of, of players just got a hell of a lot better overall than Kobe Dean, a guy that can read defenses, make plays, run side on the sideline. Um, that defense of Georgia was legit. And then you also add on James Bradbury uh, because the defense was the biggest thing for me. I kind of knew what the offense was going to be. I think we all kind of knew that. I mean, outside of AJ Brown, you knew you're going to have Cotter who's solid. You're going to get Devonte Smith. Obviously AJ Brown adds a whole new elite level to that room uh, of again, of the offensive talent. But when you look at the defensive side of things, you have Maddox, who pro football focus great, graded him one of the best slot corners last year, and he's going to stay in the slot along with Darius Slay on the outside and Bradbury. That solidifies your, your secondary as far as corners go. And your safety help, I mean, listen, you're not going to have 11 guys that are going to be Hall of Famers on, on the defensive side of the no. ball or any team like that. But when you have corners that can cover and man covers like Slay and Bradbury for the most part and have defensive linemen, uh, and ends that can really rush the quarterback like Brandon Graham, who hopefully will come back healthy. Josh Sweat showed some promise. Uh, you also have Fletcher Cox, who now is not going to be asked to be that number one guy. He can kind of have a collective room of players to really get some pressure on the QBs. I think the defense is much improved. It's going to come down to can Jonathan Gannon not screw everything up. That's the biggest thing I look at. And then on the offensive side of the ball, you have A.J. Brown, who the biggest thing is health. You know, we know he's superstar talent, but can he stay on the field? And he's been banged up a couple years in a row hamstrings and things like that. But when he's on the field, he's a top 10 receiver in the league, in my opinion, easily. Um, and you're going to have Jalen Hurts at the quarterback room. And listen, when he's got weapons like that around him, it's all going to set up for success. I think Nick Sirianni brings a lot to the table as far as one, having good experience in his first year, making the playoffs, um, doing things in the community as well. I think he's just meant for the city. I mean, obviously some weird ass comments he made in the beginning uh, that we had no idea what he was saying. But now he's kind of adapted to it. You see him in the offseason. You see him taking pictures with fans, signing on. It really pops out and it grows. Like that. Exactly. So I think it's a really good offseason for the Eagles. I'm excited about this season considering overall, you talk about the Phillies right now. You talk about how the Sixers season ended. Overall, I mean, you got to be happy and you got to you know be excited for what this team is going to produce in the regular season. Also, I think they get that one extra home game this year, right? They get one extra home game. Yeah. Yeah, I believe nine and nine home games, I think. So that'll be like another opportunity to see the team at home. And the schedule looks pretty light, too, which we'll get into. Yeah, we are definitely going to get into that schedule momentarily. Uh, I can't wait to dive in. It's what, two weeks since the schedule's released. So you can take this sort of prediction a little bit, maybe with a grain of salt, because right before the season starts, um, I want us to have another prediction to really solidify so we can place bets on each other and, and hold it to it. I think we should have a a, a stake in this year's schedule prediction. Okay. T, last year, let's admit it, you weren't the best nah. at those you predictions. You sucked last but... year. You are terrible at it. Yeah, it was yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe yeah. you'll turn it around. 
Yeah, um, get off my back. But is there anything that else that Howie Roseman can do to really build up this team, or do you think right now it's it's focused on what you have and build that that core? I mean, right now, it's not really too many other moves that he can really make at this point. I mean, maybe he might pick up a safety or two, maybe trade for a safety. I know there's there's rumors out there that there's a couple of safeties potentially on the trade market, so he could possibly bring a safety in. But for the most part, I think the team that we see on paper right now is the team that we're, we're going to go into training camp and into the season with. And I'm pretty confident in the squad. And it, like I said, it's hard not to be. I mean, this is... You got talent on both sides of the ball. You've built up your trenches once again. I mean, this is a classic Howie Roseman team type of build right here. And um it's hard not to be excited. It really is. Especially considering there's there's really nothing else in terms of Philly sports to be excited about. Let's be honest here. Yeah, I'm with you on I'm with you on it. Uh, I think the deep, like, I also forgot to mention Cam Jurgens. Yes. I think he's a good player. I mean, yes. that dude can just eat, sleep, and breathe football. Guy's 22 years old, 6'3, 290, moves like Kelsey. Um, I mean, having having him come in and learn under Kelsey in the beginning and that first year is it's that's big time. I just worry about the pass rush, honestly. That's the biggest question mark I have. I love that Jordan Davis is on the squad. We saw Hargrave a little inconsistent last season. From, from a defensive tackle standpoint, Milton Williams is going to come in here year two. Um, but the edge rushers, I think, is the biggest question mark I because agree. Josh Sweat, who showed promise, I know I don't want to sit here and talk about him like he's the second coming of, like, you know, Khalil Mack or something like that. But, don't do that. you know, Brandon Graham going to come off the Achilles injury last season. Um, Derek Barnett re-signed, but we all know that he's not that talented as a pass rusher, more of a rotational piece when somebody needs a breather. Um, Teron Jackson looks like going to get some run T. I don't really, I mean, he was a seventh round pick out of where the hell, he, where the hell was he from coastal Carolina or Tulane or something like that. So, um, it's, it's going to be interesting as far as, you know, the whole defense as getting to the quarterback, in my opinion, I think that the coverage should be pretty good. You have three good, you have three good corners. You know, we talk about Maddox and you have Bradbury and Slay safety help can always be better. I mean, Harris is, he's a plug and play kind of guy. I mean, he's not going to lock you down like Tyron Matthew but he's a plug and play. I just worry about can Fletcher Cox show me something. What does he have left in the tank? You know, is he, I'm not saying he's going to go out there and be that Aaron Donald type of dominant force, but can he still give me something from the defensive tackle? Because listen, he was one-on-one a lot last season and we saw it. He just couldn't get anything going. He couldn't beat opposing defenders one-on-one, which is surprising because we've seen him dominate those situations for years. So that's kind of what my biggest worry is. And also, I guess when you talk about running the football, I think we ran the football well last year, but Sanders, you got to hope he stays healthy. And um, you know, it's, a, it's a committee. We kind of know what the Eagles running back situation has been for years. Nick Sirianni really didn't change that from Doug Peterson. We knew he liked the rotation, rotation, rotation. And Sirianni kind of did the same thing uh, when you talk about Boston Scott and guys like that. But I don't know. I, I, would, I think the O-line is solid, so it's going to work out well in the rushing favor. Yeah, and definitely I think a remaining position on that wish list would have been the safety position. Of course. Uh, we talk about Honey Badger, and it was it was close there at one point, but he ended up wanting to go back home. Uh, I mean, he went to LSU, and then now going back and playing for the Saints is really what he wanted. But initially he said he didn't think that the Saints really needed him, um, per se. They gave but- him that bread. But yeah, I guess at the end of the day, that's really what matters. Yeah, money talks. But boys, let's get into the schedule prediction uh, because uh, we won't spend a good amount of time on this. And just going over it, three straight road games, week 14 through 16. Uh-huh. Um, you have the Colts, Packers, and Titans in a row. And five primetime games. No other team has more. Uh, other teams have five uh, primetime games as well, but the Eagles – Really uh, getting that additional spotlight. If you go to last year where it was mostly one o'clock games, I remember uh, like me going to the link and it's just, I mean, you're at the Eagles game, you're missing all those other games. Yeah. Um, some primetime games will really help. And the link, I believe four out of the five of those night games are going to be at home at the link. Um, expect all black um, and a blackout, oh, yeah. uh, blackout type of, course. Uh, of game atmosphere six game stretch where four of those games are at night so 
Uh, with all that being said, and we look at the opponents before we truly dive in, is this an easy schedule, would you say, or a moderate? I mean, statistically speaking, I believe the Philadelphia Eagles have the fourth easiest schedule in the NFL out of all 32 teams. So, And it's really hard not to say that this schedule, you know, isn't easy because it it, it does kind of look like a, a simple schedule based upon the schedules that the opposing teams had last year and also looking at the off seasons of some of these individual teams. It's hard not to say that, you know, some of these – you know, that the schedule isn't easy, you know, is easy, isn't easy, and that the Eagles should do well this season. Even considering, if you can factor in injuries, you can factor in then, you can factor in a number of things happening. I expect the Eagles to at least make the playoffs with this schedule. It's hard not to. Hey, come on. We need to shoot higher than that, make the playoffs, man. We got to win a playoff game this year. That's what I'm shooting for. Let's win a playoff game. Okay. IFW with the night games, by the way, Tanner, if you catch my drift, IFW. With the night games, I think it's awesome. I was at the Bucks game last year, the one game I got to. Nice. It was hype, even though they lost. I love it. I love the black jerseys. Bring them out, prime time. Nothing better than a, light, a little Sunday night, Thursday night football, whatever it may be. But this schedule is easy as hell, T. You're talking about the Bears. They suck, dude. Their best receiver is literally like Anthony Miller. Like They, they got nothing. Justin Fields is in trouble in Chicago. Jacksonville, we'll see what happens with Doug Peterson Detroit is just god-awful. I know they had a pretty decent draft. They got Jamison Williams, but their quarterback is still horrible. Jared Goff, he's not good. So I like this schedule. Commanders with Carson Wentz, we'll see. I think the Eagles have a better roster than the Commanders. And, you know, you have a couple of tough matchups, but you have to think about that home opener, too, against the Vikings. The Vikings weren't that good last season. They had two good receivers, good running back, but that defense doesn't scare me. Uh, a lot. So I think the Colts with Matt Ryan too, like we'll see. I mean, he was washed as a mother effer last year. I mean, that guy could not throw for, you know what? It was terrible to watch him in Atlanta. uh, I get it. He didn't really have a lot to work with Calvin Ridley, you know, in and out of the lineup and Kyle Pitts did his thing, but I'm not scared of Matt Ryan. It's almost like a bunch of low life. Hey, Maddie ice more like Maddie lukewarm at this point. Yeah. Speak definitely. But with, yeah, Max, with that being said, let's dive into this schedule. Finally, I've been teasing it for this whole episode. Yeah, so exactly. Far. Um, starting it. off with the Detroit Lions. First, I want to ask you guys, right. do you think playing bad teams like this is better in the beginning of the season? Yeah. Where yes. they're kind I, of. I do. Yes. I'm with you 100% there. I think it's better because think like if you think you open up the season, you're gearing up, you just did all that practice, you're not taking this team lightly. You're coming in ready to rock and roll week one, even though you're on the road. But when you you kind of figure out what your identity is by week seven, eight, nine, ten, and then it's like, oh, all right, the Lions, you know, they might be like, what, two and nine at that point or whatever it may be. And it's like, all right, like we can just steamroll these guys. And that's a, that's a tough game because that's when you lose. I think week one, they're going to be ready to rock and roll. They're going to come out guns and blazing. I think Eagles are great to have a record this part of the year. Yeah, for sure. And sort of maybe an anticlimactic kind of start uh, for some fans that don't want to see the Lions uh, in that first game. It kind of mirrors a start that we saw last season where the Eagles go uh, to Atlanta and they just pummel the Falcons yeah. 32-6 and people are like, oh, here, here come the Eagles. And then they go ahead and I believe they lost three in a row yep. um, to good teams uh, yes. with that being said. But you really want to make sure the that they come out strong, but not only they win this game, but they build off that momentum and they don't get lazy because they face the team like the Lions who were at the bottom of the league. Uh, they have made a lot of improvements in the offseason um, they still like to bite the kneecaps off of people. <laughs> and, you know, this is this is a team where I believe they were – were they in the preseason hard knocks, something like that? They got a lot of media attention. Uh, so that gives them more confidence. Jared Goff, though, as Max mentioned, I mean, it's Jared Goff. Um, drafted the same year as Carson Wentz right before him. Um, those two quarterbacks – uh, haven't really shined per se for their entirety of being in the NFL thus far. But the Lions, I'm expecting them to be a better team, and I believe I saw them ranked 20th. Um, so not too bad for Detroit uh, that wants to root for their football team finally. But yep. I'll start off with right. my result 
And that would be a W. I think we're all going to be on the same page here, but maybe T has a surprise for us. Right, w, no, W-T. I, I, Come I ain't on. got no surprises. I'm going to start off with a W, but I will caution you with this. I mean, yeah, sure, Jared Goff did struggle last season, considering that he got traded to the Detroit Lions last season. But he's in. Uh, he's with another. He's in a He's in a with another with the same team in another year, new year, more familiarity with the offense. It, I'm not saying we're going to lose. I am saying we're going to win. All I'm saying is I think people need to pipe down the expectations. We're not just going to steamroll the Lions here, especially considering. I think we're uh, see, I'm I'm kind of with you. I don't think it's going to be a blowout like we saw last season, but right. I think the Eagles are going to get this dub right. relatively easily. I'm talking like probably two touchdown victory here, yes. at least ten. Give them a field goal and a tutty. Right. They'll, they'll win. They'll right. win easily. I agree with that. Yeah, you don't want to be overly confident going in where it's you forget all the strategies right. and the, the training that's gone into it. But, yeah, all three dubs. That game will be Sunday at 1 p.m. to start the season. But the home opener, Monday night football against the Minnesota Vikings. The link is going to be bumping. I mean, you have A.J. Brown in an Eagles jersey. Jalen Hurts is the quarterback and he's trying to prove himself yeah plenty of other players around you got james bradbury cornerback i mean it's exciting to be an eagles fan at home at night monday night against the vikings who have beat the eagles in the last two matchups after that divisional route the eagles gave the vikings in that super bowl season so with this game I'm leaning Eagles. And the only reason why I'm leaning Eagles is because Kirk Cousins and this team has stunk last season. They've barely been on a decline these past couple of seasons. Not to mention the fact that Kirk Cousins is absolutely horrible on Monday nights and in prime time. So I'm betting against them. I think the birds go to 2 0. 2 0, baby. Dub, not going to be close. Birds are going to come in here. Place is going to be going wild. You mentioned it. I think Hertz has a huge game. I'm talking like two tutties rushing on the ground, two through the air, something ridiculous like that. I think they're going to run away with this game, 2-0. and I think Jay Jeff and Thielen are problems, but Kirk Cousins, T, prime time, he struggles, and yes, he's he going to struggle. Maybe two interceptions I'm predicting, too. Yeah, Kirk Cousins plays like wet cardboard. I don't know <laughs> if that's terrible. a thing, but that's, that's my analogy terrible. for Kirk Cousins what? playing, especially in prime time. I mean, come on, Kirk Cousins. He's not going to win. It's funny to me, too. Yeah. He's just not going to win you a Super Bowl. But this game is a temperature check uh, for me. Uh, It might be a little early to do that. But after that Lions game, you're at the top of the world if you win by two or more touchdowns, two or more scores. Um, I want to see how this Eagles team plays against a decent team like the Vikings. And this is earlier on in the season, too. So if they stink, they'll stink later on after the Eagles face them. But I'm going to give them a win. The Eagles a win, 2-0, and all on the same page again. Moving to week three, Sunday, 1 p.m. at the Commanders. Well, 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 if it isn't Mr. Carson Wentz, Mac's favorite player in the world, <laughs> Carson Wentz. Um, in a garbage stadium against trash ownership. Um, but this is a good defense. Chase Young returning. Um, I think this could be a wake-up call for the Eagles. But you two gentlemen, go ahead. Agree. I agree. I think this is going to be a loss. I don't. Mm. I, I just feel like the Eagles are going to go down there. They don't play well in that stadium for the most part. Now I could be. I mean, you could both the record and be like, "Hey, they're four and zero the last four times they've played in that stadium." But every time I watch visually, it's like. Man, they should be up three touchdowns. They're only up like six points. You know, they played well there last season. They got the W. I remember that was late in the year they played yep. in Washington. But something about this game, you know, week three coming off a big win at home versus the Vikings, I think it's a letdown performance. Um, and I think it's going to be like low scoring too. Like I'm talking 20 to like 17 or 17 to like four, something low scoring like that. Okay. See, I agree with you, Max, in terms of the low score. But in terms of the loss, no. Nah. I got to give him a dub because I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen. Carson Wentz is going to get hyped for this game. He's going to get up for this game. But guess what's going to happen? Carson Wentz is going to try to be the hero. Carson Wentz is going to make classic Carson Wentz mistakes as he typically does in every single game. It's every single game. Carson Wentz does something that's completely 
boneheaded that something that that's a reputation that's followed him since the beginning of his career. It seemed like he fixed it in the second year and uh, going towards the Super Bowl. Then he relapsed. He seems to make those mistakes now. And he seems to be notorious for doing it. I predict he's going to do it in this game against the Eagles because it's the first time facing his old team, his, some of his old teammates. Eagles dub. 3-0. and Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this this is a loss for me. Uh, Max and I on the same page here. Uh, like I mentioned, wake-up call. It is the Commanders. They are – they're not a good team. Like I was saying, I mean, it, it's a mess over there in Washington with the ownership. Uh, the stadium literally – Shit is just pouring out of the ceilings on the fans, fences collapsing. None of that really has to do with the result of this game, but I thought I'd just throw that on top. But unfortunately, the Eagles lose in that game. So week four, Sunday at 1 p.m. versus the Jaguars at home. Dougie P makes his return to Philadelphia. There should be a tribute video. I've seen conversations yeah. where maybe there won't be, but you would think, you know, an Eagles quarterback that wins a Super Bowl would get a tribute video. Uh, I don't have any hard feelings towards Doug Peterson. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I mean, this is going to be a tale of reunion this season. We, the Eagles played Carson Wentz the week before in week three, now Dougie P, and then it's going to be soon Zach Ertz and the Cardinals, and then Nikki Six and the Colts. Um, it really is a reunion this season, and that's going to that's gonna be another storyline going in. But, T, uh, or Max, what, what is your, what's your result for this game? Yeah, I think they're going to get a W in this one. I expect a big uh, Travis Etienne game. I think he's going to come back. People forget about him getting hurt in the preseason last year in New Orleans with that foot injury. I mean, this guy is a legit three-down, do-it-all running back. He can catch the football out of the backfield. He can run between the tackles. He can pass, protect. I mean, he's a true stud running back. He's going to have a good game, but it's not going to be enough. Eagles come out. They're going to have a good performance, I believe, overall. It's not going to be as big of a beatdown as the Vikings game will be, but I still think they get a win. Ooh, so I'll be going back and forth on this one because for me, it all depends on the development of Trevor Lawrence. Hey. You're talking about, listen, you're talking about the consistency number one overall pick a couple of years ago. Trevor Lawrence, man, I still remember them days back at Clemson. That man was a man among Boys, okay. So when are we when are we going to see that Trevor Lawrence? Are we ever going to see that Trevor Lawrence? Is Trevor Lawrence going to make that year one, the year two leap? That's my big fear. Is Trevor Lawrence going to make that leap? Do I think he's going to make that leap this year? I does. I do think he makes a a, a good leap, but not a significant one. So he's got a much better coach. He's got a much better yes, coach. He, he better make and, a leap, and that too. Oh, yeah. Doug Peterson developed Carson Wentz. Give him credit for that. Oh, boy, this is a hard one. Yeah, I agree. Ooh. I think Lawrence is going to have a better season, but there's yeah. no like if Jalen Hurts comes out and loses to the Jags at home, I'm just going to be like so frustrated, just like everybody else. But I just can't see it happening. No, I can't see it happening. I'm gonna give them the dub. I got them at what four and zero now, five and zero. Sheesh. Keep going, yeah, baby. I'm, I want to see it. I'm going to put them at three and one. They get this W. Uh, but Trevor Lawrence, he is a great leader for this team. And you add a head coach like Doug Peterson. I mean, anyone really was better than Urban Meyer. Yeah. I mean, that guy was a fool. Yeah. I mean, even after he was off the coaching staff, more stuff came in about, about him as a person. And the coach just wasn't the right fit. A lot of distractions. But this is a Jaguars team that was very loose with their money in the offseason. Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram, to name a few. They spent money. Um, and it's just they have a talented squad and as we mentioned a young trevor lawrence and i just don't think they're there yet maybe in two years maybe next year depending on how they play this season but yeah yeah, i'm giving the eagles a dub three and one so far let's move on to week five at the arizona cardinals without deandre hopkins don't forget that that is going to be a crucial to this prediction uh this is sort of an up in the air prediction so by the time you guys go around maybe i'll make my decision up for this game but the kyler murray drama could still be ongoing uh potentially 
So you have those two things to really think about. You, you see the Cardinals and you're kind of like, oh, no. But then think about who's playing on that field. Yeah, yeah go ahead, Max. I'm going to give this team a loss in this ballgame. I think going on the plane, getting out there to Arizona, you know, Kyler Murray does his thing, you know, bitching, bitching, bitching. I want a contract, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I just, you know, you're looking ahead to the Cowboys the next week, I think, back home at the link. So I'm going to give them a loss in this one, unfortunately. Drop them to, what is that, Tanner? Three and two on the year? Yep. yep. Four and three and two? All right. Yeah, that well, for you yeah, is yep, three and two. two. We both have, yeah. So for me, I man, Max took the words right out of my mouth. I'm giving them a loss only because that Cowboys game's next week. They got their ass kicked by the Cowboys. They're going to be looking forward to that. They're going to skip over the Cardinals because the Cardinals look like a weak squad considering that DeAndre Hopkins is going to be suspended still during that time. Kyler Murray, I'm, I'm not saying he's going to have a great game. But Kyler Murray's got something to prove this year with that contract. They're not giving him a new contract out there in Arizona until he proves that he can stay healthy. So, with all that being said, if Kyler Murray is healthy by week five, I think the Eagles take a loss, four and one. Yeah, I mean, I've like I said, going back and forth, I'm so indecisive with this matchup specifically, uh, which will be at 4:25 on a Sunday. But if Kyler Murray does play, and the Cardinals usually do start off their season hot, yep. they won't have Hopkins. And looking at the receiver core, I mean, you have Zachers at tight end, um, an old A.J. Green, a newly acquired Hollywood Brown, and what, Andy Isabella? Yep. I mean, it's you look at that and you're like, well, what are they going to be able to produce on offense? But again, this is the Philadelphia Eagles we're talking about. And when something looks so easy uh, against a challenging team, it's usually too good to be true. I'm also going to give the Eagles an L for week five. Moving on to a Sunday night matchup, week six at home against the Dallas Cowboys. They'll be, they'll be trying to figure things out, the Cowboys. Um, and both teams will be, but the Cowboys have made a lot of moves in the offseason. Max, what do you think is going to go about this matchup? Yeah, I got to give them another loss here. I think Cowboys come in uh, Sunday night football. I think they're going to come out. They're going to be rowdy. And the Eagles, not that they're going to overlook the Cowboys, I think the hype's going to get to them a little bit in this ballgame. And I think the Cowboys are going to take it. It's going to be a close battle. But I got the Eagles dropping to three and three on the year. Ooh, this is going to be difficult. For me. I want me some glory, ho. Hey, Jerry, relax. Look, yo. <laughs> in my opinion, the Eagles got their asses kicked by the Cowboys both games last year. Got their asses handed to them. They want revenge against the Dallas Cowboys. Now, the Dallas Cowboys have made a few moves, but they've also lost some major key components to their team. I mean, they lost Randy Gregory. They traded away Amari Cooper. Zeke is another year older. I mean, they've, they've lost some significant pieces. That offensive line isn't the same offensive line that we're used to seeing in years past. It's not the Great Wall of China as we used to describe it as. I do think that they split the series against the Cowboys this season, so I'm going to give them a win for now. I think they're going to take their revenge in Philadelphia, but I do think they're going to lose in Dallas. So I got them at 5-1 and one now. Yeah, another game that, that really could go either way, and since his division game, I mean, you kind of base how they play off of each other for the first game with the second matchup as well. And you look and the Eagles should be tired at this point. I mean, they're looking to their bye the next week after that uh, they played the Cardinals. They, they played um, who else did they play? They played the commanders and the Vikings um, who are, you know, decent enough uh, to make them tired. But, and like I said, it will only be fitting if the Cowboys came to Philadelphia Come on, come on, stop stalling. Give it to us. Give it to us. <laughs> I think the Cowboys are still going to be trying to find their rhythm without Cooper, Cedric Wilson, Connor Williams, uh, Collins, without him at offensive tackle, uh, and then losing Randy Gregory to the Browns, uh, Neil to the Bucks. 
I'm going to give the Eagles a W uh, this week. All right. Uh, week six, I'll give them a W, and that puts them at what? Four and two. Yep. Going to week eight, Sunday, 1 p.m. After that bye week, skipping right over that bye week. Yep. Steelers, week eight in Philadelphia. What are we thinking? Hmm. Go ahead, Max. I think they're going to get a W. I think they're going to come out of the bye. I think, you know, whoever, Kenny Pickett, I mean, whoever the quarterback is for the Steelers, we'll see at that time who it's going to be. But I don't think this is going to be, you know, that close of a ball game. I think the Eagles come out at home, front of their home crowd, uh, off two straight losses. I think they're going to come out and get a win. This ain't the same Steelers squad from years past. The defense ain't the same. They still got some viable pieces on that defensive side of the ball. But Agreed. I'm more concerned about that offense. Like Max said, they got that new young kid named Kenny Pickett out of Pitt. Um, is he still is is he going to make the adjustment to the NFL as we as there as most people have predicted him to? Um, I think he's going to struggle in the beginning. So look, I got them as I got that as a win, six and one. They're going to beat the Steelers. Relaxed and refreshed after that bye week, um, which you know some people might not like a bye week this early no. in the season. I mean, it beats last season, right? Because that was too late in the season are you guys fans of this bye week or do you wish it was a little later maybe maybe week 10 i'd much rather have a later bye week i hate these early bye weeks especially if you get into a momentum and then you're you're forced to stop that momentum like the philadelphia eagles have a chance to to come out and come out in the bye come out of the bye week against the steelers with a very positive record and like that bye week could could make a break the season because it's so early. Yeah, I think you like it a little weaker, two or three, even later. But I think this is going to be much needed for the Eagles. I think this is going to help their season to turn it around. They're going to come off two straight losses after the bye week. And then I think they're going to go on a little bit of a run here, not to give away some of my pick predictions. But I think they come out of the bye week with a couple of weak opponents on the way and they say to themselves, all right, you got the Steelers, Texans, Commanders coming up. I mean, psh, we got to take care of business especially a couple of primetime games too. Yeah, and the Steelers, they have a tough stretch of games, week five through seven. They have the Bills, Buccaneers, and Dolphins, and they might be looking at the Eagles like, oh, here's our break right here. Um, but the Eagles, once again, refreshed after that bye week. They get that rest. Um, you know, this this could – I mean, this could go – Either way, really, it's it's another toss-up. But I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. And in my opinion, the Steelers' defense is better than they were last season. Um, the, the additions that they made, I mean, they have just top players uh, on defense. They've been able to stack up. But you look who's throwing the ball. Mitchell Trubisky has been taking those first-team reps over Kenny Pickett. That was yesterday. I believe that report came out. I think the bye week will prove helpful for the birds. I'm going to give the Eagles a W because you not only do you have Mitchell Trubisky potentially throwing the ball, but who is he throwing it to without Juju Smith Schuster there? Um, they did add miles, Jack Levy Wallace um, or Levi, Levi Wallace. Yeah. Um, yeah. Defense is great. That's why it's going to be a low scoring game. They'll have Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool, but other than that, they lost Juju to KC. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm gonna give the Eagles a W, and that will be, I think, what is that, five and two now? Yeah. That would be five All and right. two. Right. Thursday night football, weird matchup for Thursday night football, week yeah, nine is. at the Texans. Do yeah. we even really need to get into this? And let's move no, on. No, we, we don't one. need to. Let's we don't move need on to get into the next one. Yeah. Yeah. W. Yeah. I hope you guys have Prime Video too, because that's the only way I'll be able to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I got Prime yeah. Video. But w. W. Yeah. W's across the board. Let's move it on to week 10. Another primetime game showing the Eagles some love really shows that fans around the country, maybe even the world, want to see how Jalen Hurts is going to do with this Eagles team. He's got the weapons he needed. Uh, they've built around him. Uh, they've built up that defense better. And now it's just time for Jalen and the rest of the Eagles to show uh, that that truly paid off. And that's, that's what they needed to succeed. Week 10 versus the Commanders. 
It's almost like a Ben Simmons returning to the Wells Fargo type yeah. of atmosphere. Um, not as dramatic, but will Carson Wentz even be able to walk out onto the field and question. be booed by the same fans yeah. that claim to be on the Wentz wagon? What a turn of events. I mean, you look at this, and we could have mentioned this, the first matchup against the Commanders, but both the Eagles' first-round quarterbacks ended up playing for Washington. Donovan McNabb back in the day, Carson Wentz now. I think, you know, I think maybe the pressure is going to get to Carson. But while I look over these notes, Max, what are you thinking? Three in a row, baby. Three in a row. Monday Night Football, they get the W. Make it six and three on the season before they hit the plane to Indianapolis. I think this is going to be a good ball game. It's going to be fun to watch. Um, I don't think it's going to be, you know, one of those things where, oh, you, you know, 10-3 or something low scoring like that. Wentz is going to come in. Hopefully he's healthy enough to play because we know he's been banged up throughout his career. Uh, but I think the Eagles are going to come away six and three on the year. Nine and one. Carson Wentz once again is going to nine try and one. Tate. Nine and one. Nine and one. The nine Amazing. and one. I don't know why I'm saying nine and one. Carson Wentz is going to try to play hero ball again. This time, feeling the pressure from the Eagles fans. In oh, this he didn't game. learn a maybe lesson. He'll the throw first with time. his. Uh... Yeah, maybe he'll throw with his non-dominant hands. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, or throw another interception looking straight at the guy. But we're not talking about that right now. Oh, yes, we are. Look here. (laughs) Yeah, we are. Easy dub. Yeah, we are. Easy dub. Carson Wentz, once again, is going to try to play the hero. He's going to try to prove everybody wrong. That pressure is going to be on his back. Of course, he does not handle pressure very well. Nine and one. We need to insert a Jameis Winston eating the W video because I'm going <laughs> with a W as well. I mean, like it it feels like Carson is gonna fold. We mentioned that first matchup. He's gonna get his laugh, but he's not gonna get last laugh no. uh, in this season. I don't think so. Against the Eagles at home. And it's a night game too. I mean, all the cameras are on Carson Wentz and how he's gonna play against his his former team that he brought to the playoffs. Nick Foles, of course, finished it. But either way, Eagles fans would have seen Carson Wentz this season because week 11, Sunday, 1 p.m. at the Colts, and you get to see Nick Foles, whether he's on the sideline or something happens, and he is starting for the Colts. Scared of Nick Foles. What are you guys thinking for this matchup? Four in a row. Wow, Max. Four in a row. Four in a row. They're going to knock off the Colts, Lucas Oil Stadium. The thing for me is Matt Ryan. I mean, he's just not good anymore. It's not going to happen for Matt Ryan this year. I don't think the Colts uh, – I should say I, I think the Colts will regret getting him. I don't think he's going to have a good season. Um, and I was back and forth on this. You know, I did think about, all right, you know, I had him three in a row. Can I get on the plane and go to Indy and get that W? I think they can. I think they're going to come away with a win. Ooh, Max, nah, this is a L for me. And I'm going to tell you the reason why. This hey, is I don't think it should me. be that hard, honestly. This is an L for me because the Colts did well considering that they ran the ball and, t- and took the ball out of Carson Wentz's hands and they ran it with Jonathan Taylor. Can you imagine what this offense is going to look like with a Matt Ryan who can actually throw the ball accurately and put the ball where it needs to be? Not to mention the fact that this defense, the Colts defense, is still, in my opinion, a top 10 defense in the NFL. This is going to be a tough matchup, fellas. Matt Ryan is still that dude. He is still Matty Ice, and he's going to be Matty Ice on that week because he's going oh to be God. He's, the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't even say it. He needs some icy hot. He's so old. He's All going right. to beat the yep. Philadelphia Eagles. Took the words right out of my mouth. Nine and two. The Exton PA native, 37 years of age, Matt Ryan. He's not the Matt Ryan that brought the Falcons to the Super Bowl. No. We all know what happened in that Super Bowl. We don't need to rehash that if there's any Atlanta fans listening here now i understand your point jonathan taylor but this is a better defensive line uh and the eagles they should be able to slow him down in my opinion i mean he could have been the mvp last season the way he was playing but it's and and you have to give some slack on this schedule because you know the eagles are going to drop some games where they should have won right um but that's really what separates good teams from great teams in the season will they 
surprise us and, and win the games that they're supposed to. And this is a game where I think the Eagles have to win. They have to beat the Colts because you have Matt Ryan. I mean, this is the future versus the soon to be past in the NFL. In my opinion, Jalen hurts versus Matt Ryan. They've already played each other before 37 years old. I mean, we don't have any more old jokes. I don't think uh, for to say for Matt Ryan, but I'm giving the Eagles a W this week. I don't know if T.Y. Hilton will be playing. I'm pretty sure he will be, but we don't know. Uh, there's still that up in the air. He should be playing. I mean, they should be giving him money. But that's I'm going to give it a W. I, I believe that is, what, five in a row for the Eagles Jeez. and eight and two. Sheesh. All right. Sunday night, another primetime game. Week 12 versus the Packers, Green Bay. Packers coming to Philadelphia, the four-time MVP, back-to-back MVP champion, the best quarterback in football, Aaron Rodgers. We don't have to talk about his off-field tactics. We're just talking about him as a player right now. I mean, he loses a weapon in Devontae Adams um, to the Raiders. How can he really – who's he throwing to? Um, he, he does succeed in those short passes. I think that might fool the Eagles here, but what are you thinking, Max? I'm going to give them another victory. Wow. Five in a row. They're going to come home. They're going to beat the Green Bay Packers, and it's just because of that. Listen, Matt LaFleur is a good head coach. We know that. But Aaron Rodgers losing Devontae Adams, you know, now it's one less guy the Eagles have to worry about. Not only that, probably a top three NFL receiver. Uh, in the game today. So I like that Adams is clearly going to be gone here. And I think the Eagles defense steps up, makes a big player too, gets the W at home. So five in a row for the birds. Uh, what is that Tanner? I think eight and three then on the season, I believe if I'm not should mistaken, be. yep. eight and three. Yep, so yeah, be. that's why I'm at eight and three. I'm going to give the Philadelphia Eagles their second loss in the row. Aaron Rodgers is still that dude. It does not matter that Devontae Adams is no longer his primary weapon anymore. does matter, though, T. It matters a lot. Devontae Adams is a stud. Oh, don't get me wrong. He's a stud. I agree with you. But Aaron Rodgers is still that dude. Aaron Rodgers can still toss that ball wherever he feels like it. Aaron Rodgers still got that clutch gene. Aaron (laughs) Rodgers, as Tanner said, is a back-to-back MVP winner for a reason. Second loss in a row. Sorry. I got, what is that now? What is that? Eight and three or nine and three? AT, hey, mm. write down your schedule prediction. I can't do all the work here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Old man River or old man Rogers. Sorry. Coming to Philadelphia. And I talked about those games that the Eagles are going to drop. It's just going to happen. They, you know, it can't be all clean this season. And I think even without Devontae Adams, I mean, this is going to be a game where Eagles fans are screaming at the TV saying, what are you doing out there against a team that does not have Devontae Adams, an old man at quarterback who still got it, undoubtedly, still has it. I think that Aaron Rodgers has the Eagles number and the Eagles get that dub or they get the loss and that's an eight and three record. Not bad at all still. Not at all. Flipping the page here uh, to Sunday, 1 p.m., week 13 versus the Tennessee Titans. This is an interesting one. This is a, a one that is also up in the air for me. So I'm curious to see what uh, to hear and see what you guys bring up in this matchup. What do you think, Max? I'm going to go with the Titans here. And win streak snap too much. Derrick Henry. I like the defense there for Tennessee. Tannehill's serviceable quarterback. He'll make enough plays. Uh, So, unfortunately, here, even at home, I think the Eagles are going to drop this one. Boy, that Derrick Henry train is going to come through the Lincoln financial field. It's going to cause all kinds of destruction and raise all kinds of hell. I'm giving them a loss. I like our defense. I really do. But there's not a defense in the NFL that I've seen so far that's been able to contain or stop Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is going to have his way with this defense. Derrick Henry is going to be the reason why the Eagles lose this game. I agree. 
Yeah, I mean, no A.J. Brown in Tennessee. You don't really need him when you have a player running back like Derrick Henry. I was in Tennessee, and I talked to some Titans fans, and they were worried about this matchup. They were worried about having to face off against A.J. Brown, and there were some doubts about Ryan Tannehill. Not him personally, but how he was going to be able to lead this team with a lack of wide receivers who do they have now? Robert Woods, yep. who it will be a star and they in Tennessee. A, and they drafted a rookie. Um, this is a game where I would not be surprised if the Eagles win, but it, it won't be it won't be a surprise. So I'll give them a win. I'll give the Eagles a win. Fair enough. And uh, what is that? Nine and three right now. Can't believe we're saying that after how we felt at the end of the season um just a few yeah. months ago but here we go into week 14 sunday 1 p.m at the new york football giants playing visitors at metlife what do you think max w w they got to get this one last year they sold the bag in new york it was terrible performance there towards the end of that ball game boston scott putting the ball on the turf horrible uh they'll get this w um, and I believe that'll be what what is that? A nine and four? Nine and four. Nine and four. Nine and four, T. Oh, mine's gonna be nine and four too, because I think they're gonna split this series with the Giants this year. They do not they did not play well last year in the Meadowlands up there in North Jersey. And I think they're gonna struggle once again to move that ball the same way that they did. This Giants defense is solid. They know they're how horrible. To... They're a horrible team. They, I don't yeah, hear they're it. horrible last year, but guess what? They held the Philadelphia Eagles in check. So yeah, they did. all that yeah, being they... said, say what you want about this giant defense. But that giant defense held this offense in check. You can technically say for two games, the two games that they went up against each other. They may have lost in the Meadowlands, but yeah, the Eagles beat them back home. But hey, look here. That, look, the Giants still ain't ain't nothing to be overlooked. And so I'm going to give them an L in this one. So that brings my record to about 10 and 4. Yeah, 10 and 4. Yeah. Um, T, you know, um, well, I'm going to give the Eagles a W in this. Um, I must have miscalculated my record prediction, but next week, when we go over when we go over the next week, I'll I'll have those numbers squared away. But I'm gonna have to give the Eagles a W because it is the Giants. I don't think they're gonna have that repeat performance, um, at least in this week 14 matchup against the Giants, because this is a better Eagles team. They're not gonna have those mistakes that they had um last season. It's just Jalen Hurts can't afford to have that performance that he had against no. the Giants last right. season because right. I this is this is it for him. This is it for Jalen Hurts. It's crazy that we're saying that after Carson Wentz, his career in Philadelphia didn't go the way that we would have thought. Um, hopefully, you know, Jalen Hurts reassures us by this time uh, in this season, by week four. It's funny to me, oh, too. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. our guy. Yep. Give the Eagles a W week 14. Rangers is due every day. 15. At the Chicago Bears, Bears. Monday, 1 p.m. Yeah, Bears. What are we thinking, Max? Bears. I'm taking the Bears in this one. I think this really? is the game where everybody's going to look at Jalen. This is the game the Eagles should win, and they're going to end up losing. I think Jalen Hurts is going to make one of those bad decisions, turn it over late in the ball game. Whole city's going to be calling for his head. But I just think that the Bears, when you travel to Chicago, that turf is weird. I hate that field there in Soldier Field. It's got to get resodded or some sort. It's always growing high there, the grass. But Hurts is going to make a play that we're all going to regret watching. And the Eagles are going to lose this ball game, And we're going to be hanging our heads like, wow, the playoffs are coming. And the Eagles just lost to the Bears. Like, how is this possible? All right. So this particular day is, is very special to me. And I'm going to tell you fellas why. A couple weeks ago, I made an announcement that said, I said that, you know, I was getting married. Well, come to find out, this is the day that I'm going to get married. Are you getting married in Chicago? I'm getting, no, not in Chicago. I'm getting married on the 18th. On Soldier Field. <laughs> no, yeah, I wish. Yeah, okay. Look here, and here's a reason why I scheduled it for this date. I don't care about the Bears. The Bears 
are still a couple years away from really being a, a true th- threat in the NFC. I ain't scared of the Bears. Give me my 11-4 and four record. All right. Well, T, you're messing me up with this. I believe you're counting the bye week ah. as a win for the Eagles. You're 10-4, and four, T. Yeah, you're 10-4. Ten ten and four. Four. <laughs> This is why I took communication, the- and not math. <laughs> I'm gonna give the Eagles a W. I mean, come on, this uh, this franchise is a joke right now. Right, let's be honest here. They had Nick Foles back there making all that money behind a guy like Justin Fields, who I like Justin Fields. I think he can do it. I think he can do it for the Bears, but they need to help him out. I mean, for for Pete's sake, geez. Yeah. Look at this team. I mean, how can you expect a player like him to be better? When you're yeah. not helping him out whatsoever. W for the birds. Week 16, Christmas Eve, Sunday at 425. When your family is over and everyone's unwrapping presents, you'll be in front of that television watching the Eagles in Dallas. What are we thinking, Max? They're getting a win, T. They're getting a win in this ball game. You're going to be enjoying your meal in peace and quiet recently married one week later you're going to be enjoying a nice family meal opening some presents having some laughs and having an eagles victory come through your television because it's going to happen i'm telling you it's going to happen the eagles are going to win this ball game and everybody's going to be like all right everything's fine they lost to chicago i get it. it was horrible put that one behind us get a dub in dallas yeah yeah you keep thinking that i said they're going to split this series against the cowboys and i meant it these mother are going to ruin my damn Damn holiday, they're going to ruin my 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 freaking week of marriage. Whatever we eat on Christmas, they're going to ruin that. They're going to ruin the entire damn thing this day. Give them hell. Yeah, it'll be Christmas Eve, but you know how things get going. Christmas Eve is kind of like just Christmas, and Christmas is Christmas part two. Um, but, yeah, they're going to spoil Christmas. We're going to wake up after we watch the Eagles lose to the Dallas Cowboys and we're going to be still crying. We're going to have dry tears on our face because the Eagles dropped it in Dallas. After Dallas figured out how the hell they were going to play better after getting rid of Amari Cooper and all the weapons that they got rid of, yeah, 11-4 and four for the Eagles still. I mean, we're talking about 11-4. and four. That's, that's great if that can happen. And then another holiday, New Year's Sunday, 1 p.m., Week 17 at home versus the New Orleans Saints. We remember how last year went. Finally, the Saints let us win, let the Eagles win at home. Yeah. How do we think this one's going to go? Saints are not going to win this ballgame. The Eagles are going to get another W. They're going to finish the season strong with only one more game to play. Saints just don't play well in Philadelphia. Ever since that playoff game with Drew Brees back in like 2013, they just don't play well in Philly. The Eagles keep mopping the floor. Moppity, 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 back and forth. They're going to get the dub against the Saints, and they're going to only have one more game against those G-men to round out the year. Jalen Hurts, for some reason or another, like has a vice grip on the Saints' balls. I don't know why. I don't know how. But Jalen Hurts just has complete control (laughs) of this team. I said what I said. Hey, you only played him one time in his life, though. Yeah, but that one one time, though, that was a hell of a highlight, Doc. Let's be honest. Yeah, I get it, but how do they, how has he got a vice grip on their and sack Cam, when he's only played yeah, them one time? Cam Jordan's ankles is still left on the damn field. Unbelievable. Either, All right. Either Unbelievable. which All right. way, that's a dub. Yeah, T gets engaged and he starts acting different. <laughs> vice grip on the balls. Jeez, that's a sound <laughs> drop for sure. I'm giving the Eagles a W. It don't matter. It don't matter. I mean, look, we're talking about Jameis Winston here throwing the ball. Famous James. 30 for 30. Mr. 30 for 30. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if Michael Thomas plays or not. Eagles, W. Agree. Week 18, let's finish this off strong, boys. Sunday, 1 p.m. At this yep. point, Eagles tickets will probably be $45 a piece. Yep. That's how it goes in the season. Everyone and their great aunt goes to the Eagles game around this time. Yes. Gonna let, let's let's hear it, Max. Loss. It's going to be a loss because the Eagles are going to be resting their starters in this ballgame. They're already going to have their playoff spot locked up. 
They're going to be resting guys. Giants are still playing for something. So the Eagles are going to get a loss here, and they're going to finish the regular season on a low note. But is it really a low note considering they're going to have a playoff seed wrapped? I don't think so. They're going to have some hot fired momentum off of that Cowboys and Saints win, and they're not even going to think about this ball game when they go to sleep the following night. Man, this is a win. I mean, yeah, this is a win because, like I said, I have them splitting against the Giants. This is at home. Yeah, it's the last game of the season. And, yes, they may be resting their starts, but, hell, the Giants are going to have a bad season. They don't give a damn. They just want to go home. They are and soak in their, in, in their tears. All right, so give them a dub. Hell of a, hell of a record. Let's go to the playoffs. Hey, you sent the Saints marching home. Pun intended. And then you go week 18 against the Giants. You kick their ass. You get that W. 13-4. and four. Always good when you can keep the amount of losses on one hand for the Eagles. Yes. Yep. Five, I like it. Right, boys. Five I like damn it. losses. Five losses for T. Max, T, we you- might be the same, but I lost track of mine, I swear, after pick like week 10. Yeah. But we might actually be in the same boat overall. Yeah. Might be 12 and 5. Yep, 12 and 5. All right, boys, let's end this show with a little fun topic I want to discuss. Uh-oh. You're an Eagles fan. You can get any jersey on the Philadelphia Eagles. Whose jersey are you getting? I mean, I can't get a custom-made Man, entire hood. No, you're not getting a custom-made <laughs> team. I don't see. Come on. I don't see. It's not work. <laughs> no custom-made Next, who you got? Damn. Man, I don't know. You're putting me on the spot here. This is tough. I think oh, – yeah. I always try to think about, like, players who are going to be here, like, for at least a few years so they're not, like, one and done. Um, yeah. So, right now – if I had to get one jersey, man, that's a tough decision. I almost want to say Jordan Davis because I think he's going to be an absolute monster for years to come. But I still think I have to stick with Smitty. I think I have to go Devontae Smith overall. I think he's going to be here for a while. I think he's going to put up some big-time numbers. I like A.J. Brown. I just need to see him in an Eagles jersey before I go to buy, spend that money to buy it. Like I already can picture mentally Devontae Smith in the Eagles jersey, but I can't picture A.J. Brown in an Eagles jersey. So I'm going Smitty. Yeah. Look. When I buy a jersey, if I ever have to buy a jersey in someone's name, I'm going to buy it because that person is going to be on the team for a nice long time. This is a guy that is going to go down as one of the greatest Philadelphia Eagles to ever play. This is a guy whose jersey is going to live forever in the hearts of every Philadelphia oh, Eagles fan. I can't I'm wait to hear this. getting me a damn Jason Kelsey jersey. Tay, come on. He's not even going to be on the team next year. That's a cop-out answer, That's Tay. not you a cop-out answer. That's a that's not going to be on the one. team. Though. You have to, all right, whatever. All right, I'm not gonna, hey, listen, I love Kelsey. Can't hate that, whatever. But he's not going to be here long-term. Man, I'm getting me a jersey. I'm going to get me a jersey to that that'll actually last and withstand All right, Tanner, Tanner, Jalen Hurts, let's hear it. We all know it. We all know it. You freaking homer. You know homer. what, T? I mean, I'd be lying. <laughs> Listen, I mean, they're all on the Eagles. <laughs> I'd be lying if I said I didn't think about getting a Jason Kelsey jersey because, he, I mean, who doesn't like a classic jersey? Exactly. You, you walk around, you see for the Sixers, Allen Iverson. Of course. Yeah. For the Phillies now, I mean, everyone's got a Bryce Harper jersey. You go to the Flyers, Claude Giroux. Classic. Whether he's on the team or not, you wear a Claude Giroux jersey. That's fine. Right. And Jason Kelsey is going to he's going to fit the bill, too, with that. Um, I just I would get a Jason Kelsey jersey, but keeping it relevant players that will still be on the team. Max, he he's in my head. I'm talking Jalen Hurts. Give me that number one jersey. Really? You know what? Give me a number one Kelly Green jersey Ooh, because Jalen Hurts is going to be cooking up the heat next season after he proves himself this season i hope he does Jalen hurts get okay. yeah. he i does. hope he does because they're bringing back next year right sleep bring... at night. yes they are yep. they're bringing him back in 2024 yeah, and there's been an alternate helmet added that they can wear this season so look out for that eagles fans i mean you already have so, so much to look forward to how Jalen hurts is going to lead the team is aj brown going to be the true number one that philly needed and how is he going to be able to build off with Devontae Smith? Is he going to be able to help him improve? How is that defense going to play? They've built that defense. Howie Roseman has built this defense, and he has seemingly 
all the answers and the future of that offensive line will be in effect. We'll see what hands Jalen Hurts truly is because no matter oh, yeah. if Jalen Hurts has the weapons he wanted, it won't matter if he can't have time to throw the ball. So that is going to be important. But T, play that music. We're wrapping up the episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. And if you guys missed any of this episode, you can always go to philly-experience.simplecast.com. Available on all major downloadable platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, the entire Shabazz. And look, uh, damn, we're a little optimistic about this season. It's a little scary. I'm not even going front with y'all. We we just a little too optimistic about this Need season. some optimism in this city, T. Yeah, that's Need true. Need some optimism. Because uh, currently I'm looking at this Phillies game now and mm, – Yo, what's the score of that game, by the way? It's three up, three even, bottom of the seventh. Oh, all right. You make it sound like it's 10 nothing. Well, it is the Phillies. There you go. Shut the F up for life. Quit yucking my yum. He needs to learn how to wrap that thing up. Damn! Oh, you motherfucker. It really pops out and it grows.